You are now tuned into the Forever One Marriage and Relationship Podcast with Team Wade. Get ready for tools to create a healthy marriage and relationship the godly way. What's up? What's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Team Wade, where we are giving you tools for a successful marriage. Thank you all for joining us. Got a great topic that we want to share with you on today. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about peace in your marriage. Ooh, How many of you want some peace? Yes. Amen. So we are talking about pursuing peace in the marriage. You know, I know a lot of times people deal with a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I don't want no drama. I want some peace. You know, if you, you grow up in drama-filled environment, yeah. Some people don't even know what peace feel like. Right. There's nothing like having peace where you, you're able to resolve conflict. You're able to um, walk through different scenarios and, and it's a win-win for everybody. You may not always agree every time, but the consensus is that we want what is going to make the whole better yes. at the end of the day. And it's not about a win or loss for one couple or the other. It's a win for the marriage. Mm-hmm. So peace is so important, and, and we want to talk about that. I want to start out um, using the scripture of Galatians 5.13. It says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. Mm-hmm. But then it goes on to say, but through love. Serve, serve one another. Okay. So we all have freedom. We all have liberty. We have free will. Mm-hmm. But he's telling us don't use that liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. And when you get in the flesh, you can cause peace to leave that marital relationship. And then also through love, serving one another. Love should be the motivation. And and I know in our English language, when we say love, it means Many different things, but the Greek, they have different words for the the love that we're trying to express. And mm-hmm. I, I really love that. Like phileo is a friendship type of love, companionship type of love. Um, the uh, eros or erotica type love is a lustful type love. And then we have the agape, mm-hmm. which is the God kind of love, which is unconditional. And that's the one that would bring peace into a relationship when we bring the agape love of God that's unconditional, that's unearned, unmerited type of love Mm -hmm. if we're going to have this the peace that we want to pursue in our marriages. And, you know, uh, we get a lot of couples, you know, I get a lot of ladies that call me uh, about certain situations in their marriage wondering what should I do? You know, I could do this, I could do that, and I could do the other, but what should I do? And I, and I always tell them, uh, go the route of peace. Yes. You know, you have like an occasion to, 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 uh, respond, uh, from many different angles. You know what I mean? You have choices because you have a free will, but even in that free will, you want to remain stable within your marriage. You don't want your marriage to be rocky, to be filled with drama. And so, although you have many different options, options many different occasions i always counsel them to say follow peace what is going to bring the most peace in this situation yes you can bulk up against your husband you know for making a certain decision that you didn't like but is that really going to 
solve the issue. Especially is that really going to communicate? Especially how you communicate it. Is that is that really going to resolve the issue? And so, um, so don't use you know your flesh to get off your emotions, you know, or to respond in a way to make your flesh feel good. But yet you didn't pursue peace, and so that opens yeah. up a whole nother can of worms and create a whole nother layer on top of what you initially was, yeah. you know, trying to resolve. But then when you think about words that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. the Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. So how are you using those words? What, what tone are you taking? What word usage are you using? Yes. Because some words can create strife. Mm -hmm. Some words can create hostility. Come on. And so when we think about peace, you want to use peace-filled words, words that would harmonize and not bring division. So when we think of Dissension. harmony, mm -hmm. you, you think of boys to men that, that have great harmony as they sing a cappella. And then you think about... Uh, orchestras, mm -hmm. those that harmonize, that that bring the right tune in at the right time. Well, a marriage has to have that same type harmony. And it's important how we use our words. Yeah. Because do they do they stir hostility? Do they stir strife or do they bring peace mm -hmm. into our situation? Or I told you. So, <laughs> exactly. And so, listen, oftentimes... We bring the words into our marriage that we heard in our homes Ooh, that's when, we, when we that's grew good. up. Yeah. At, you know, and so oftentimes we, are, we will bring those same words, those same hostile words, filled with hostility, and you think it's a norm. Yeah. You think this is how you're supposed to respond. Habit forming. Habits. Yeah. And so, but, you know, you have to realize, you know, what, what you grew up in and what is right. You have to know the difference. Yeah. You have to understand whether or not you're bringing some things yeah. into the marriage or some communication yes. uh, habits into the marriage that you grew up in that doesn't necessarily ensue peace. No, it doesn't. It doesn't cause peace to be pursued. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important that you begin to look at that. And especially I, let's think about this for a minute. Uh, when people transition from leaving work, mm -hmm. leaving stressful environments, right. and then you come to the home environment, how do you transition that? Yeah, especially if you are in a high-powered position or you're in a position where you're having Stress to be position. Uh, in control or control narratives. Aggressive. You have to, you know, be firm and aggressive. You know, you have to really use wisdom on, you know, when to take that hat off, whether, you know, husband and wives, regardless. Uh, it's really important to know when to take the hat off and get into the spouse role. Decompress. Decompress so that yes. you can have peace <laughs> in the home and not stress. Amen. So we have another scripture for you, right? Okay, and, and uh, First Peter chapter three, if you take notes, verse 10 through 12, it says, for he would, I'm sorry, for he who would love life and see good days, mm. let him refrain his tongue from evil mm. and his lips from speaking deceit. Wow. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him speak peace. And pursue it. Wow. I think the regular King James says it ensue it or something like that. That's the word I was trying to use earlier. But um, let him, um, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, 
and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Yeah. That's so let's go back in there. I want to I want to dissect this a little okay. bit. When we look at um, verse 10. Verse, uh, yeah. Starting with verse 10 for he who would love life. See, when you're talking about marriage, it you want a good, peaceful marriage. Mm -hmm. And see good days, you got to watch that tongue. We just talked about that and the type of words that we speak. So let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they don't speak any deceit. But then I but, love, go ahead. Can I, can I interject right here? Yes. For he who would love life. So you got to create a life that you would love. Yeah. And if there is no peace there, you know, there is no mm -hmm. loving life. Who wants a life that where there's no peace? And so for he who would love life and, and see good days, yeah. you know, then your mouth has a lot to do with the life that yeah. you live and, yeah. and love. Yeah. That's so good. And then so verse 11 goes on to say, let him turn away from evil. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Turn away from evil and do good. And do good. So a lot of times we don't think about the doing good and the turning away from evil part. Then he said, Pursue, uh, seek peace. Seek it. And pursue it. Mm -hmm. Think about when you're pursuing something, you're chasing it, you're going after it. At we all costs. go after our peace in our marriages, mm -hmm. in our families at all costs. Mm -hmm. But we got to turn away from the evil. We got to do good. Yeah. And doing is a verb, is an action, mm -hmm. is something that we intentionally put into motion. That we make a decision. This is what I'm going to do. That's good. See, the first thing when it comes to change, you got to make up your mind. Mm -hmm. I am doing this. Come on. And whenever there's a change, it's, it's challenging. Mm -hmm. It costs you something. It requires commitment. It requires a death to, to old in order for the new to come. Mm -hmm. It requires a renewing of the mind, a a metamorphosis in our thinking, a transformational type thinking yeah. that must take place. So you you now turn away from evil and do good. You make up your mind, I am going to do it. Not just think it, but I'm going to do it. I'm not just going to talk it. I am going to do it and I'm going to pursue that peace at all costs. I love that. When you say seek it, and when the word yeah. says seek it and pursue it. Yeah. And so because you seek in peace, there's also going to be a seeking of wisdom. Yes. And because wisdom will show you the way of peace. Yeah. And so when you seek before you make a decision, before you, you know, shoot off at, at the mouth or before you um, come confront a situation Ooh. in your marriage, make sure you seek the wisdom of God. And in that wisdom that you get, it's going to produce peace. Yeah. Okay. And and also, you know, what is your motive? What's your what, motive what's the for bringing them? You're yeah. expecting. Mm -hmm. So like it says in James, be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Mm -hmm. Notice swift to hear. So you're listening, listening to what the person is saying, how they're bringing it. What type of emotions are they bringing? Mm -hmm. So swift to hear. Then you slow to respond and you're slow to get angry. So that means you got to be reflective in your thinking. You got to yeah. process before you say what you're going to say, because the next words out of your mouth can cause peace 
to totally dissipate. So we got to make sure that there, there are certain tools when it comes to communicating and understanding if we want a peaceful environment, because you can either stir the pot pot for more tension or you can stir and add a few herbs that bring the flavor of peace into that relationship. And you know what? Listen, sometimes your emotions could get so stirred up (laughs) about whatever your spouse has done that you haven't done or hasn't done or whatever, you know, whatever you're assuming in your mind, because a lot of times these arguments and these conflicts comes because of assumptions and so you bring those those things with a heightened level of emotion and it creates this conflict. And so sometimes when your emotions get there, you coming for a good fight. You coming for a good <laughs> argument. You coming to get all of this off your chest. You Just to be expressed. To tell them, you know, off or to, you know, catch them in whatever, you know, you think you listen, pursue peace, seek it. Don't pursue <laughs> gratification of your flesh. I told you. I let, I you, let know. you know I'm I you know I got it off my chest. I got it off my chest, but <laughs> but what did it produce? Hey, see a lot what of people of atmosphere? get stuff off their chest, but the atmosphere is totally what changed. What kind of atmosphere did you leave behind? You? What kind of fruit are you bearing? Mm-hmm. It's so- just like the little cartoon character on uh, Charlie Brown. I don't know his name, but you know when he been in the room. Because he leaves that little oh, brown stitch behind him. <laughs> so you don't want, you know, to leave that type of atmosphere in your home, in your marriage, and then have to come because you want your marriage. And then you're going to have to come full circle and do what you needed to do from the start in order to get peace to happen in your home. Yeah. If you want your marriage to work out. But that's why that processing and that reflective thinking is so important Mm -hmm. that you think about what you're going to say before you say it and then replay it, how they're going to receive it. Because that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't think about when I say this, how are they going to respond to how and what I say? Right. Most most of us are not thinking on that level. We're only thinking about getting our point across. Yeah, I was I was talking with someone and I was telling them they were having to have a meeting, uh, a, a difficult meeting with someone. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, don't let them off the hook. But yet. And, and this is what I meant by that. I said, don't let them off the hook and let them be accountable for what you're getting ready to talk to them about. Right. And so he was like, what do you mean let them off the hook? I said, you would let them off the hook if you approach them wrong. And now the focus becomes how you approach them as opposed to the, the reason issue. you are going to meet in the first place. Yeah. So you're letting them off the hook because now the issue that was supposed to be addressed has now got lost mm-hmm. in the translation of you disrupting peace mm-hmm. by the way you came and messed the atmosphere up yeah. with your anger, with your hostility, with your frustration. So many of us in our marriages, we can't let our spouses off the hook by bringing the wrong manner of communication. That's good. And so that way, the issue that we are addressing becomes the main focus. Yes. Not each other, not attacking, but the issue of whatever that issue is. So it's so important when we talk about seeking peace and pursuing it. And we want to say here... 
you know, as we wrap this up, that you want to leave out with a resolution, not just feeling good that you got your point out (laughs) or that you told them off. Or I guess, you know, you set them straight. Um, But the end game is to to leave with a resolution and to leave with an atmosphere of peace, with an aroma of peace I like that. Uh, in your home, in your marriage. All right, you guys. Amen. So we hope these tools will help you apply them. Don't just listen to this because gar- I guarantee you <laughs> situations are going to come and show up. Yes, they are. And this very principle is going to be needed yeah. for you. So remember this, these words. Yeah. Seek peace and, and pursue, pursue it. it. All right. Amen. Let me say this, though. You know, I know a lot of you all tune in to us at Team Wade. And we're giving out some great wisdom and great nuggets from Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to be able to share with you all. I encourage you, if if you're a believer of Jesus Christ, I encourage you to get in a good local church. Yes. If you're here in the Memphis and surrounding areas, Divine Life Church is a, a good place for you. We promote family. We promote marriages. Mm-hmm. We provide counseling and all of those things for our uh, the members of our church. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't provide it for everyone else. We would love to, but it's just too overwhelming. So I want to encourage you that if you're not in a good local church, that you can trust the leadership to go with your family issues. You may be in the wrong church. Mm. So you need to get in a church that's going to meet the needs of your family. It needs to be well-rounded because I know a lot of people reach out to us and they want us to be able to provide counseling. We wish we could, but we we would have no time for anything else if we met the needs of everyone. The world wide world. web. Yeah. So people reach out all the time all and they're even willing to pay for it, but it's not about it's, that for yeah. us. Because people that are part of, of our tribe of Divine Life Church, they get the benefits of It's that. priority for And us. so because we provide the wisdom that we put on the Internet, it is available for all of you all. And we wish we could meet with each and every one. But that's just not feasible. It's just too many people. And so I just want to encourage you that you need a tribe. You need pastors and leaders that can help watch for your soul, including your marriage and can impart wisdom and sometimes be there to be mediators when you all get to a stuck place. Absolutely. So I want to encourage that. I just thought that needed to be said. Absolutely. All right, you guys. Well, you all take care. We'll see you on next time. Uh, See you next time on Team Wave. And continue to share. Share this podcast. uh, Make sure you like this content. Yes. And, And also, if you hadn't begin to follow Team Wade, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and follow us and and keep this information out so others can be blessed by it. All right. God bless you. Team Wade signing out. We will see you next time. Holla.